everyone, this is Jean and I'm out here in South Korea and I just came across this Buddhist temple at the top of a mountain and with this wonderful statue of the Buddha. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about the significance, symbolism and the power of statues in the astral as well as the physical. So as you know, uh, Statues are for places of worship and aligning with your divinity and faith uh, but also statues have a power in the astral. So for example, I was once out of my body back in the UK and I came across a cathedral and cathedrals uh, usually have a lot of detailed statues. Uh, they usually have sort of demon guardians on them and angels and when I saw them they were moving so you know they were animated uh, they weren't just static statues uh, I only saw them briefly so when I came back to body I asked my Gnostic teacher you know what's going on here and he said that statues actually have a significant role in the location of where they are in the astral. So for churches, for example, they play the role of protecting the church. And here, for example, this Buddha, if you came to the physical counterpart, the physical astral counterpart of this location, I'm sure you would see a beautiful aura and the energy of this place would be much different to how I'm experiencing and feeling it now. So yes, statues don't just have the purpose of being static representations of things, uh, they sort of channel what they were intended to be and they provide an energy to a place in the astral and the physical. So yes, that's why it's also good to have statues, uh, little statues and, you know, symbols of your own significance and what you value in your own home, you know, things that you spiritually value because in the astral counterpart, it will have some sort of significance and energy. Uh, for example, I was once having a negative experience uh, and I wanted to get out of it. And, you know, I just wanted to get out of it. I didn't intend to go to a particular place, but I just intended to go anywhere. And where did I end up? I ended up in front of my altar in my home. So, you know, any of you wondering about how to sort of protect yourself more, uh, give yourself a bit more inspiration, uh, get a statue, something that you value spiritually. It could be a symbol or a certain master, anything really. Oh, and uh, if the video jumps, uh, forgive me, I will probably pause it if someone comes. Uh, people come here to you know, just pray for a bit, so I don't want to disturb them. So, the Buddha, 
as you can see, he's got his left hand down. Um, I'm not actually certain of that specific mudra with his middle finger. Um, if someone knows, comment below. Uh, but generally, the left hand in the Buddha is always either holding something or facing downwards. Um, and it's at its base level, it means, uh, you know, the passiveness of life, um, the negative aspect of life, not negative as in bad, but negative as in, uh, you know, yin and yang, uh, duality, right? The feminine aspect. And then the right hand is always facing upwards. And this is a sort of sign that, you know, he is ascended and he is fearless. Um, and you'll see that throughout many religions, uh, Krishna, uh, Jesus, they all have their hand like this. And actually, that sign is a form of protection in the astral. If you ever meet a um, master with his hands like this, uh, it can mean that they are kind of, uh, it's like a universal sign for brotherhood and for greeting each other. This is how masters would greet each other. Uh, but it's also a form of protection, like I said. So if you ever see an entity in the astral, uh, you can... <laughs> Sorry, never seen that bird before. Um, you can use this sign to protect yourself. Uh, the right hand is our hand of force, our side of force. Um, and I've done this before. Uh, I described it when I went to the lower astral in the video. I'll put that on the screen where a zombie-like being came to me and I put my hand out just like that and I conjured up a force of light to dispel him. So, as we have a look uh, below, near his feet, you can see his um, lotus flower. Uh, there's a lot of meanings behind this, uh, but as I understand it, it is the lotus. So it's the petals of wisdom, of enlightenment, that blossom when our wisdom grows and our consciousness awakens, right? And actually, you can see each petal on the lotus. So, as you can see, there's another picture here. You can see every petal on the lotus as a degree of awakening. Uh, because a lot of people, some kind of delusional people, right? Uh, think that they've awakened when actually there is so much more to awaken. Uh, they've only achieved one petal on the lotus, uh, but Buddha, he's achieved a thousand petal lotus. Of course, there's not a thousand on there or on the statue, but uh, in reality, he has something like a thousand awakenings to get to the point that he's at, to get to the point where his aura, you see, his aura, fiery aura that's around him, is 
just irradiating from his body, uh, just like in here as well. And you can see there is a aura around his body and an aura around his head. If you look carefully, he has a sort of uh, pine cone on his head, right? You can see it better on the statue, actually. You see the little ridges and it's like a pine cone. Uh, this is also actually in uh, Christianity and other religions. And it's to do, of course, with the third eye. And actually, if you look at the pine cone in uh, the brain, the, sorry, if you look at the third eye in the brain, it looks like a pine cone. Um, and of course, you all know what the dot is between the eyebrows, which is to do with his third eye, his inner vision. Um, and I also believe the Buddhas around him is to do with uh, the many bodhisattvas, so uh, Buddhas of compassion who sacrifice themselves to help humanity. And if you look under the Buddha, you will also see sort of demons. Uh, they're actually usually a bit more scary looking. These guys look a bit more with it. <laughs> um, these symbolize the fact that the Buddha has achieved dominance over the lower astral, right? Not like, you know, the whole lower astral plane, but the darkness and lower astral aspect of his own internal world, right? He's mastered that and he has control over that. And so these are sort of like astral demonic guardians that stop the attacks from the lower astral, right? So, you know, Buddha and any master is not just a being of light, right? They are masters of the underworld, right? They are masters because they've mastered the dark and also the light. And that's why you see these sort of demonic entities here. Also, another possible interpretation of those seven Buddhas or seven bodies that are around the Buddha is that since there are seven, let's just check, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yes, uh, these could symbolize the seven different bodies that the Buddha has realized within himself. So that would be the physical, etheric, astral, mental, causal, buddhic, and atmic. Now, I can make a video explaining all those and my understanding of it, but yes, it could be that. Okay, so I'm going to make my way back down the mountain. Uh, if I've missed anything out, just let me know. Maybe you come from a Buddhist background or family. Uh, you know, I'm not from either of those. I just love Buddhism and what it has to teach. Uh, so yeah, something a little different for you today. Let me know if you want me to do more videos like this and maybe I can go to every other temple in the world and give you my descriptions. All right, I'll see you soon. Goodbye.